bring out our panel. We are ready to discuss some tech names, including Intel. Angelo Zeno is with us, Senior Equity Analyst at CFRA Research, and Daniel Rubino, Executive Editor, Windows Central. Lots to talk about here. Angelo, I'll start with you. You've had some thoughts here on Intel, the earnings report, and actually uh, cutting the numbers a little bit. Yeah, I mean, actually, we, we raised our, our numbers for 2021, um, kept them in check for 2022. Uh, we did reduce our 12-month target price, 265 from 70. Um, I will say this, you know, as far as Intel is concerned, um, you know, overall, the, the numbers for Q2 were very good. I think it, the, the problem is it hinted towards a weaker second half of this year. And a lot of kind of the, the uncertainties associated with Intel, whether it be kind of their business model in terms of transitioning to their IDM 2.0, or whether it be related to an uncertain PC market going into 2022, that all kind of remains hovering out there. I think what we're really um, at the point of in terms of Intel is a wait and see mode. We're kind of really excited to see what they have to say later this year at their analyst event. Um, I think it gives us, hopefully will give us a little bit more clarity on that shift in business model as we kind of go into 2022 and thereafter. Right. So it's more of a, it seems to be more of a near-term problem in question. Uh, Daniel, your thoughts? I mean, obviously this, the constraints that we've seen in the tech sector and these chips in particular, Intel, as Angelo was just saying, you know, some of his longer-term numbers look a little better. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with all that. I mean, Intel's issue right now is partly we don't know what's going on into 2022. There's supply constraints here that's also having an effect. I'm hearing some OEMs maybe delaying some high-end laptops coming out later this year because of these chip shortages. So this is going to be a continuing problem throughout 22, which is you know, not something that's going to benefit Intel at all. On the other hand, there is momentum here in the PC business, which is going to help prop up a little bit of what's happening in server where they're facing a lot of competition from AMD. So later this fall, we are expecting, of course, Windows 11 from Microsoft is an expected push for new PCs and laptops with that. And that's all good news for Intel, who's still showing very strong um, market strength when it comes to the high-end laptop market, where they're facing competition, right. server and desktop from AMD. But as we're seeing from some of their new chips, including the 12th gen flagship, they may be able to be AMD, at least where AMD is currently today. AMD is expected, of course, to launch its Zen 4 chip sometime. And then again, Intel may be still catching up. But I think the important thing here is Intel is not out of the picture. They're making a nice turnaround. But right. we're in the very, very early stages here of that turnaround. So we got to think out two or three years from now when their foundry business starts taking off to see where they are. I think they're making the right decisions, but we're still in the early stages of all this transition. And it's the battle, the battle for market share, as you're saying here. Um, Angelo, as we look at the group overall and people want to put some money to work, um, whether it's something in the chip sector or something a little out, out on the outskirts of technology, where are you telling people to put their money to work right now? Yeah, I mean, as far as the chip sector today, we've seen some of the numbers out there um, in terms of Intel, in terms of Texas. I mean, we've also seen, you know, ASML on the equipment side of things in Taiwan semi last week. 
Um, from a risk-reward perspective, right, as we kind of go into Q2 earnings season here, and we're a little bit more concerned about Q3 earnings season later this year, I just don't think the risk-reward setup is that great in the immediate near term. However, if you did want to play semis, I think right now, um, I'd probably consider potentially um, something on the wireless side of things, so with Broadcom, where you've got that 3% dividend yield out there, as well as potentially them looking to make a splash out there in terms of action. And they are sold out through the rest of this year. So I think that's an interesting play. Um, Skyworks, another one, which is, you know, in the midst of an acquisition themselves, a smaller one in nature. Um, but, you know, those are two names out there. I think if you're looking to play the semi space, at least for Q2 earnings season, those are names that could hold up a little bit better. Longer term, we continue to think investors should remain exposed within the semiconductor market, given the secular trends and, and our belief that we are in right. the midst of a super cycle. Um, so, you know, names like NXP Semiconductors, On Semiconductor, among others, are names we continue to recommend, along with NVIDIA and AMD. Ah, thank you for explaining all that. I appreciate it. And Daniel, the final word goes to you. I know we've often talked Microsoft and gaming and other things that have been in your focus in your world of tech. As we look at these semis or anything beyond, where do you really see the strength or things that you're really watching careful, carefully? I'm very interested in ARM technology, specifically Qualcomm, of mm -hmm. course. But we know NVIDIA is in the middle of purchasing ARM licensing. And they're going to, they just announced this week their DLSS technology will work with ARM. So we're seeing a lot of momentum there. Samsung is there as well. I expect them to be putting their uh, chips into laptops soon as well, teaming up with AMD. So I think going to 2022, ARM is going to be sort of the big story for PCs and computers going forward. In fact, just a few weeks ago, Microsoft announced its uh, cloud PC, which is still going to be very early for enterprise right now. But I envision in a you know two to four years uh, for consumers, this will be rolling out. This is the idea of super light, thin computing devices, likely powered by ARM processors. They'll be running your right. OS from the cloud. And I think that's going to be a really interesting uh, transition to watch in the next few years. Okay. Thank you both, Daniel Rubino. Angelo Zeno, thank you. Great conversation, I appreciate it.